0: Abram went. God called and Abram went. Thousands of years later, God called Joseph to get up and to leave Bethlehem and to flee with Jesus and Mary into Egypt. And Joseph went. God called the Father, called Jesus to go to Jerusalem to suffer and to die and to rise from the dead. And the Bible says in the Gospel according to Luke that Jesus set His face towards Jerusalem. Jesus went. Abraham went. Joseph went. Jesus went. To something that was very difficult, but to something that was worth it. And what moved Abraham and Joseph and Jesus to go? Well, obedience, for sure. God said it, they did it. But obedience without love? What is that? Obedience without love is just slavery. Yes. They went with obedience. But they went with true obedience. With holy obedience. Because they loved. A dear friend reminded me that today is the feast day, the memorial of St. Perpetua and St. Felicity. As I was getting ready to do the, the pray with me on the internet this morning, on Facebook, uh, the communications team told me, I didn't know, that tomorrow is uh, International Women's Day. And it got me to thinking about the example of these women of St. Perpetua and St. Felicity. And it, it got me to thinking about the feminine genius, about what women in particular can teach all of us. About humanity, about life, and about God. And what came to mind very strongly in my mind is that women teach us how to love. Perpetua, Saint Perpetua loved Jesus more than anything else. There is only one thing necessary. Jesus says in Luke 10.42. Mary Magdalene, Mary of Bethany had found the better part. And Perpetua too had found the one thing necessary. Her Lord, her Savior, Jesus Christ. St. Perpetua also loved her infant son. St. Perpetua, St. Felicity, and many others were gathered up and thrown into a dungeon, into prison, because they were Christians. And in the beginning, when Perpetua was in prison, this is in the year 203, 1800 years ago, in these times of persecutions, Perpetua was in prison and her son was not there with her. And that was a problem, not only because Perpetua missed her son, but because her son was so young that. He had not been weaned. He was still receiving all of his nourishment from his mother. And there was no baby formula or baby bottles 1,800 years ago. So Perpetua, she was worried and worried about her son whom she loved. And so she begged and she asked and they allowed her to keep her son there with her in the dungeon, in the prison. And she said, when her son came to her, The dungeon became to me, as it were, a palace, so that I preferred being there than to being elsewhere. What love! The dungeon seemed like a palace because this mother was now reunited with her son. And many of you are mothers. Many of you know that virtue. Many of you know that deep care for your children, for your spouse, for your family. And everybody else can learn from that. That deep love that you women, mothers or not, have this capacity for. It is beautiful, And it is necessary. Abraham went. Joseph went. Jesus went. Because they loved. And you women like seeing Perpetua teach us how to love. But then, Perpetua's natural love for her son was used as a temptation against her. Kind of like the devil did to Jesus last week. Remember the devil said to Jesus, hey, you should turn these stones into bread because you're hungry. And Jesus said, he quoted the Bible. He said, no, a man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. And and what did the devil do? Immediately, he used words that came forth from the mouth of God. Immediately, he, he tried to use the virtue against Jesus by quoting the scriptures. And so for Perpetua, her dad didn't want her, her dad wanted her to commit mortal sin. He was, he was, might have had good intentions, but he was wrong. He was saying, Perpetua, you should just worship the emperor. That's what they had to do. They had to offer worship, they had to burn incense to the emperor. Well, that's the worst thing you can do. The commandments are in order for a reason. The first one is the worst one. And what does it say? You shall love the Lord your God. You shall love Him alone. Him alone shall you serve. So the Romans were trying to get Perpetua to commit the worst possible sin, to worship a false god, to worship the emperor as God, and to deny Jesus Christ. And her dad said, hey, you should deny Jesus because it's going to save your own skin. And here's the argument he gave her. Think about your son. He's not going to be able to live without you. No bottles, no formula. She was a source of nutrition. Food. Lay aside your courage. Do not bring us all to destruction. Think about your son. That great virtue that you have, turn it into vice. Let your care and compassion lead you away from Jesus. But Perpetua said, "Uh uh-uh, uh-uh. No, no, no. I know what is the one thing necessary. And that is Jesus Christ. Perpetua chose to trust in God. There's another person, a man in the Bible, whose son was possessed. And he cared so deeply about his son. And Jesus said to him, do not fear, only trust. That's what Perpetua did. She trusted in God. She gave her son over to the care of the Lord. And you know what happened? Even though he was very young, he no longer wanted to nurse. He didn't need to nurse. And he was able to begin, apparently, to eat more regular food. Perpetua was presented with the temptation to deny Jesus, supposedly for the sake of her son. She said, no, I will trust Jesus. Jesus, and Jesus provided. Because he always, always, always provides what we need. He does not always provide what we want. In fact, a lot of times he doesn't because what we want is not, in fact, good for us. But he always provides what we need love and trust. Abraham went. Because he loved and he trusted. Abraham believed or trusted God and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Joseph went because he trusted and he loved. He trusted God. He loved God and he loved Jesus and Mary. and He protected them. Jesus went because he trusted and he loved. He trusted that the Father would raise him from the dead. He He loved us and went through the pain of the cross for you and for me. Perpetua went to her martyr because she trusted and she loved. Her mother love was natural. Her martyr love was supernatural. By trusting in Jesus, she allowed Him to build upon her natural mother love, which we should all learn from. The way that she cared for her son, And the way that all of her pain seemed to have vanished just when her son was with her. And she allowed God to raise her up to perfect her that she might even give her life for Him. Her natural, beautiful mother love came from her femininity and her supernatural, beautiful, martyr love came from prayer. So Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up the mountain. Why? To prepare them for the cross. Jesus takes Peter, James, and John up the mountain so that with their eyes, with their minds, they might perceive a hint of His glory. And with their souls and with their hearts, they might come to love more deeply so that they might Persevere through the cross. To not buckle. To not make excuses. To not run away. But to live and to love. Peter and James didn't do that, they, they ran away. And John stayed at the foot of the cross. With who? With all the women. All the women who were strong enough to love until the end. Mary. Mary Magdalene. Mary the wife of Cleopas. The other women. That... That love. That deep, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not leaving. I will not abandon you love. That that you women, thank you, show forth so beautifully. That women like Perpetua, who would not abandon her Jesus. That women like the women at the foot of the cross, who would not abandon Jesus whom they love. We need that today. That faithfulness. That depth. And how do we get it? We pray. We beg Jesus for him. Like Mary Magdalene, Mary of Bethany, we sit at His feet. There is one thing. One thing necessary. And He is the better part. So if you want to love like that, if you want to love like these holy women, I know I do, pray. And I know that I've given you before many practical tips or practical ideas about prayer. And and here's, here's another one. Three R signs. One one option. One simple option for your prayer. Read, rest, and write. Take five minutes every day to read the Bible. Maybe you choose a book and just read from it for five minutes every day. Maybe a you open up the internet and pull up the daily mass readings or you got a little book with those in it, and you take five minutes just to read and then after you do that take five minutes just to rest to reflect on the word of god don't do anything just set a timer for five minutes and just be there it's hard at first but but it gets easy and then write. Write one thing that stuck with you from your prayer. And put it somewhere where you're going to see it. You might put it on a sticky note uh, next to your computer monitor at work. Or you might put it next to your like, radio button on your, in your car. Or you might type it as a reminder into your phone and, and set it to go off. And then when it goes off, like snooze it for an hour that you see it over and over again. One simple option for prayer. Read for five minutes. Rest for five minutes. And then just write. One thing. Read, rest, write. So that we might love. So that we might love like Peter, James, and John were being prepared to love. So that we might love like St. Perpetua, love. So that we might love like the holy women who teach us what love really means. Standing at the foot of the cross. And persevering through the cross, all of our crosses, we might rejoice with Jesus forever in His resurrection.